uh, go ahead and uh, don't worry, be crappy. He said it's called Don't Worry, Be Crappy is the name of the book. And it was telling his story, the guy that started Dell Computers, how he started in his garage, uh, but he had this great idea to build his computer and he started his garage. And his next phase was to get investors and things like that. I'm like, Dell Computer started in the garage? Mm-hmm. You know, was like, but, but. Didn't Apple about start the same way as well? Yeah, I mean, scripture tells us that hate not small beginnings mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so there's this this christ idea. is the firm one in that let's come on right right can let's, nothing good come from nazareth right. we, we, we love our rag like i said we love our rags the richest story but how many do you have the richest rag story you know what i mean and it's like wait a minute to go and build something from the ground up is you know is, is a powerful thing but those principles are the same thing they are when i look at when i look at american culture and when I look at when America broke away from Great Britain, like, oh man, you're really on a, you're really on your own, you know. Whatever enemies you have here, the Native Americans, and it's like we need to get a peace street. We need to straighten this stuff out. Got to band together. Yeah, we got to band versus together. killing them off yeah, and bringing yeah. smallpox. Then you got, then you got the, the slaves. So it's like, how do we make this work? Then you got to figure out how to build your own international trade. Because you know, you've broken away from Britain's system completely. Fifty years, America's traveled a long, long, long way, way. Right, in a short period of time. But each way, they realized we needed each other more and more. And so, the only illusion in the last 50, 60 years that has come up is this idea that we don't need each other. Mm-hmm. Like I said, start looking around nineteen forties. I'm telling everybody that that's when things started getting. When you good. start looking at the history since 1940. Like, I'm not saying, like, it may have been a little bit before that too, but when you start, like, legitimately looking at history from that point forward, you start to see a severe transition Yeah, into more technology versus person. Yeah, WJLZ Current FM, just in case you guys are wondering who, well, <laughs> we're, just talking, we're just talking about, you know, just some things that happened historically in America where we used to be way more, even with our dark past, oh, okay, yeah. let us, even with that, but something, the, the reality that when we broke away from Great Britain, uh, and I know my black friends that are listening, are like, we didn't bring away from Great Britain, Let's just hear me out, <laughs> just whatever that is, it's like, we, you know, it's like, wait a minute, we're really on our own, we really fought for our freedom and independence against Great Britain, and it's like, we really are out here on our own, and it's 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 yes your father was abusive and but you stood up to him and now you're on your own congratulations congratulations there's a new there's a whole bunch of new challenges you're gonna have to face oh, yeah. and so when i think about uh, america's international relationships having to develop those having to do everything by yourself because you're you're now a new nation all right now watch this it seems like every advancement that we've made was when we realized we needed each other more and more and more. And just like you said, that 19, right around industrialization, that 1940 crew, that generation was cared more about technology and innovations and things like that. It seemed like we became less and less about family. And with that materialistic world, which was fueling corporations, they weren't strong enough to invade family just yet. The yeah. Television just has four channels, 
but the amount of people in tune with it and it's funny you say 1940 because that's when hitler was using propaganda and when america found out oh we can do that to control people. and coincidentally yeah when did israel become a nation 1940 right 1948 yeah start putting two and two together yeah, yeah eight so years later, listen yeah. and listen i'm not i'm not gonna go i'm not gonna get into the apocalyptic side of this yet but you need I, to do yeah, the, i do think it started it started with, with this do year. the math people 70 80 years is a generation yeah god's word not mine yeah a strong generation makes it 80. and check this out oh that's good and check this out here's the thing when i think about the dream that daniel had with the statue and the clay and the metal that wouldn't stick together it's like that's that clay is organic earth the feet, life the, the, the last kingdom and then, basically and then, that and falls the metal is like technology and industry because god creates what i call organic technology and all that all man does is try to mimic that yep. and then try to like that's what the first phase was to create these statues right that was the first phase those, those idols because those idols didn't do anything but with technology idols can now do something they can now come alive I, right. Speak to you. Yeah. So now idols can replace organic growth, organic learning, organic, you know, and so it's, it's really interesting. They would not this would be called orange instead of apple right because the the whole point was to use that concept as the symbol yes. that's the part they that knew like, what they were doing when they made it they understood that most people perceive that the fruit that adam and eve ate was an apple right so by having that bite out of it come on and, and here's my thing here's my thing more than anything right is that we've got to be able to identify where we stand the first thing is that let's not expect people to want to know about a, a God or a Christ that we disrespect ourselves. Oof. You know, that's one of the most frustrating things right there is for, it's like when I have to hear believers say things like that, or the non-believers say things like to me, like, why would you expect us to believe in a God that you, 
you can't even stand reading your Bible. You can't even, you know, and I'm just like, well, not, not me. And I think this is why, why we have such a huge atheist audience is because people are having experiences with, with a real living God. But they, going, and they need, they need someone that's willing to talk about it because this, right. the, 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 you know, I feel so bad though. dude. I, I really don't want to keep harping on modern Christianity, but I'm sorry. No, you didn't. I choice. know. Well, I know. Well, this is what I'm saying. I see it to be mostly demonic. The most of it is. And that's the sad part. Like, and these are our brothers and sisters that call on Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach as their Lord and Savior. And that's just why I can tell everybody, I'm not here to judge nor condemn. But I am here to say there's something wrong with what we've been doing. Well, well, well watch this. Because most people are going to try to defend their intention. Yeah. They're going to try. So that's where the, that's the part where it's like, you know, it's somewhat problematic. It's like, well, what about the intention? And here's what I'm saying. If God has, if God sends someone to criticize you with positive criticism in, right. The, right, in the right way, like in the way that only God can do it, right? He didn't say nothing about the flesh. Right. So, <laughs> so, 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 so the way that only God can do it, right? Here's what ends up happening. Because I've seen this a million times. There's some people that will listen. But if you come the wrong way, they, they, they shut down. They can't hear it. And so it's important for people like us to be sensitive to that, how, that's how why I, that's why I try to make sure that when I say these things, yeah. I have a listen, guys, I really, truly have a sense of urgency in my heart. Like things are about to hit really bad. So this is why I want everybody to know at the end of the day, we need to be focused on God. You need to be in your word. You need to become becoming closer to him, strengthening your faith. Because guess, let me tell you a little secret. Just like I told my family and friends, my faith will not save you. <laughs> I'm sorry. My faith does not save anyone but myself. That's good. You know what I mean? That's good. But that's what I'm saying. So if I'm in my word and I'm telling you that I see this, this, and this, and then you look at me and be like, well, that's not what I was taught. Are you in your word? Yeah, right, right. Because there's so many things that people were taught that were in there. Incorrect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not in saying that it was their fault that taught it because they were taught it. Now, the issue is, is are you going to continue the cycle of yeah, falsehood? Yeah, just, hold on, hold on. Just, just so people can keep this in perspective about how ridiculous we can sound. Uh, what's that number again? 45? Oh yeah, denominations. forty-five demonstrations. Demonstrations. Forty-five thousand. Yeah, you asked me every time that's forty-five I'm talking about all 45,000 yeah, that doesn't like We're not just picking anybody out. Everyone has saying, some flaws that we should be working on. We're saying, hey, it's 2023. Even ourselves. Yeah, exactly. And I'm saying, hey, it's 2023. And has there been a generation to say, hey, the, this is what should scare everybody. Hey, he's coming for a perfect bride without spot or wrinkle. Is anyone how how can how can you not be the church of the antichrist when you're saying things like there's no perfect church? The church would stop being perfect as soon as you walked in. I mean, that that means that you have a people-centered church that can determine the perfection. You know, when the truth of the matter is, first of all, the word perfect does not mean flawless. The word perfect means mature. 
So you're probably trying to be perfect. Right, right. Trying. And then on top of that, it says without spot or wrinkle. Why? This means this church has been examined. And, and you know what I mean? No, man. Yeah, right. It's like, I get examined all the time. And I'm like. And so now, because here's the thing is that when I hear churches, I call it double talking. I hear the, the, the Christians not going to church say we are the church, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, since you are the church, that means you have exact access to the community and the people on the streets. How come revival's not breaking out every day in the community in the streets? If you are the church and you, and you don't need the church, and you don't need the building, you don't need this, then make sure that every day, all day, you're preaching the word of God to somebody, leading somebody to God. And you, you know what I mean? And then here's what happens. Yeah. <coughs> here's what happens. So then the, 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 the pastors, you know, they get scared, right? Mm-hmm. When the pastors get scared because they find a formula that their denomination has come up with and they don't want to stray away from that formula because it gets certain finances delivered to them, get certain, you know, and it's like, oh, we're going to be, yeah, it is like, dude, I don't like, come on, get back to the, the spirit and move of God. I need you to understand that Jesus, without a website, without a business card, without a microphone, without a worship team, without any of the things that we make ourselves, and, and it's not that those things are wrong. But when we make ourselves believe we can't get started without those things, you've already built a faulty foundation. There you go. And this is what I tell you from the get-go with this. Right. You're like, like, you see, actually, he did tell me, uh, he's like, I'm scared everyone's trying to, like, civilize me. Like, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I love all y'all, but you can't civilize this. I'm sorry. Because I know what it means. Like, what he's saying here, it resonates with me on such a level because I know we can change the world with nothing because we have everything and that's God. Right. And that's what matters. Right. God's in it. You can't stop it. And this is why people can't stop me. Like I say, you can talk to me and you can come at me and say, Hey, do you really believe this? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I walk my faith out daily. I may not be like the street preachers out there going crazy or anything, but it's because I have to be mindful because there's sometimes I do get a little crazy and I'm like I said I told Duke when I got here I just wanted to talk I I still don't I got to talk we were talking a second ago where we're not yeah I don't even know why I'm here I don't I just know that God wants me here and he won't let me leave right now that's all I know yeah and and, but but see I mean I was like dude it makes sense to me because here's the thing is that people need to know that there are people out there not afraid to move when God says move and 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 listen this is not about a show but we have, no. but I have to live by example. Uh, and the scripture, and the one thing I'm going to tell you is that if staying biblically, the scripture does send people two by two. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, that's, I think that's, I came for number two. Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah I'm I mean, his number two. Yeah, he's one. I know it don't even matter. We're just two. That's what it is. The two become one. See, yeah. said, that's what, that if you look at that, because the, the reality is that two, if you look at, watch this, when Jesus says, I'll leave the 99 for the 100. Right for the one, I leave the ninety-nine for the one. Right, so say why would he leave ninety-nine for the one? Because the one, all right, will never know what a hundred percent is like without the ninety-nine. The ninety-nine will never know what a hundred percent is like without the one. 
So that's pretty good. I like that little. I kind of like that little context right so, there. So either the ninety-nine or the one, neither one of them know what. And they can't be whole because they don't have the whole. Right. They're not, they're, they don't have everything. And so when, when when they were trying to really protect these ranks, and we must stay one. Let there be no division. The word division means two visions. Mm. He said, "Let there be one. Let let us stay one because." You see what I mean? Like I divorce. If I could see my, if I get my brother Travis on here right now, he <laughs> could tell you what I've been telling him from the get go. Like even my cousin Sadie and them. Yeah. I told them the same thing. I want people like your vision. When I came here, that the vision God that gave you, that He gave you for the kingdom mindedness. Like we all are supporting one another, so no one has to worry about the worldly things no more. Right. That's the vision He's given me. See? Like, and that was the beautiful part. Like, dude, listen, y'all. Most people don't have to believe what I say. I have no idea of anything about Duke other than when he walked through my town. Now, we, <laughs> I, mean, I think we were on TikTok. But, I mean, there's I a couple little things done. here and there, but nothing like I focused on Duke just like he didn't focus on me. We were focused on what God had put in front of us to focus on. I needed to prepare myself for this very moment, a matter of fact. That's what I'm seeing because, one, Duke would not allow me to sit You're here. On the radio if, I knew, if I didn't know the word, like I know the word, Duke would be like, dude, I, look, I love you. But you can be yeah. backstage. Yeah. <laughs> like, I even told my kids, well, you know, I, I told them, well, I was like, you know, either he's here to be a blessing or he's, <laughs> here, or he's here to kill me. Yeah. I mean, you know yeah. What I mean? like, just because what happens is that, you know, the, when you get to these, I thought God told me this, I thought God, God showed me this, God. Most people who say God showed me this, God showed me this, God showed me that, most of them, uh, are, are just they just have a really wild imagination. Yeah, I got a pretty wild uh, imagination, but it's not. It's because of God. No, I'm saying just have a wild imagination. Yeah. They just they, they don't. The the other thing is that most of the people who just say God showed me this, God showed me that, that's just another way to get people to listen to them. But they haven't really spent time in the Word. See, I watch how people handle the Word. I mean, God can do a, you can do a lot of stuff, but most people. Who, who walk and they, and they try to be spiritual. It's always spiritual from the perspective of their so, experience, themselves, their perspective, their experience. And then I go, well, do you know the word? I don't have time to read the, the Bible, but you know, it's like, so you want me to just touch, you want me to trust your spirit and say that it's God. Last time I checked, uh, I don't trust your spirit. Right. I test your spirit. I test you right. And, and not only There's been tests in mine, guys, and, so don't and, worry. And this is what I'm saying. The word of God is the word of God. Yeah, it's the living word. If, if it's there, it's there. I'm almost thinking it's a demonic, it's a demonic spirit can make you spiritual. But if I, if you're telling me how much you love Jesus, and then I go, hey, let me I, do you know how many Christians have told me over the last 20 years? Duke. You don't have to talk about God all day. Not everything is about in the Bible, you know. And I'm just like, wait, wait. Uh, in dude, I can't years, stand that, dude. Oh, I cannot stand like, it. In 20 years, you've talked to me more about the, your black rights than your kingdom rights. It's it just, it just, dude, that just hits my spirit in such a way when I hear even you saying it because they said it. I'm just like, oh, boom, yeah. It, listen, you know, it's it's frustrating because every like. And then I watch all of our lives impacted and our refusal to come together because we won't be fully devoted. We won't be because fully we committed. still want to have one foot in the world right. and one foot in the kingdom. And then we're all going to happen. And then we have the nerve to argue over if Christian rap or Christian rock is of God. It, and then, then we're, we're arguing over. See, like when I hear the argument over Christmas and Halloween, I just go, oh, God, like, what does it matter? Neither one of you got any power. 
You know what I mean? Neither one of you are winning souls the way you're supposed to. Neither one of you are connected the way, you know what I mean? So, but then when you say it, the reason why I can hear why it would be offensive to you, I would hear why it's offensive to you because you spend time in your word. Yeah. And there's just, listen, guys. Like I say, when I hear Christmas, dude, it just, it hits me in the gut. Guys, listen, there's just benefits of being all in that you'll never see when you're not all in. Listen, it's two different worlds. It is totally two different worlds. I'm like, for me, dude, I'm content. Like in that peace, right. that contentment that comes with the actual full realization of what God is capable of. <sighs> it's, it's, it's a two different worlds. So it's not like we're, I'm saying this. It's almost like there's a difference between rec football and the NFL. There's a difference between your local news and national news. There's a difference between believing you know, and make-believing. Believing and make-believing. And I said this the other day. I said, like, you know, if you if you if someone is, is just studying the stars, they're buying a thirty-five hundred dollar telescope. You know, I know if I know you're taking your little astrology thing seriously, is if you buy a thirty-five hundred dollar telescope. Right. Now, but then someone in that industry will tell you, hey, there's a fifty thousand dollar one. I definitely know if you have a fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, because what they're saying is that hey, these are people that are in tune with this, right? Mm -hmm. Now I want to show you something. I want to show you something. This is gonna sting, guys. So get ready. All right, the Babylonians are in Babylon. They're doing their pagan religion, studying whatever it is they're studying. But there are some Jewish people there, you know, from that stayed from the exile. They stayed there. Right or from when King um, Cyrus, King Cyrus let them free. Names some people stayed, but some of them stayed. Right? They see this oddity in the sky. They're so committed and devoted that it takes them to Bethlehem. All right. So in their paganism, in their pagan culture, they were still paying attention more. <clears throat> they get to. Bethlehem, and the king is out of order. King Herod, he's like, what child? What are you talking about? But he knew the prophecy. And then when the, when the wise men say, we're here to worship him, worship who? They don't even know. He's so now the people of God are this far off where the king Herod, who's not really on, he's not. A, he's a Herodian, he's not really yeah. Jewish. So it's like, okay, well, you go get the child, right? And then come back. And when, when the spirit of the Lord tells them, Hey, don't go back the same way you came. He has ill intent, right? Yep. And watch this. So they don't. He gets mad and goes and kills the babies. <laughs> Kill all the two and under. Because they're two and under, right? Mm -hmm. So what we don't realize, even when we're celebrating Christmas, is we're also, you don't understand, it's also a day of so wonder why the Jews can't get all of these this. babies were murdered because Herod was looking for the Messiah to kill. 30 years later, the Messiah is born. Do you actually think these families had got over that? No way. Of course, they're still grieving. They're deflated. They're oppressed. And Imagine one of your, your children. Having to, the door kicked down. That would be. And, uh, and just having the baby killed in front of you. All right, now, these are Jewish people, and 30 years later, the Roman culture, 30 years later, just acting like it didn't happen, 
The Herodians are acting like it didn't happen. And then here comes Yeshua, <laughs> who's also, he's, his focus and commitment is, I, I just wonder if he said, these babies sacrificed their life for me. No, he didn't. I'm not going to. That means Peter and the disciples. <clears throat> it's possible that their families were affected by that. Oh, yeah. That their families have people kicked. Because the idea of having children is now terrifying. When can they just kick down our doors and kill our babies? You know, so. They're still looking around the world, too. So then Jesus shows up, you know, and what's crazy is the day that was so holy, this holy night, you know, that, that was supposed to have been so holy, is really a night of terror. Oh. You, and you know in that I mean? manner of speaking, I mean, it was the, the all the bloodshed. All the all bloodshed, the loss, these babies. I mean, yeah, these children. And, and, and so it's like, no wonder. You know, I no wonder they a... couldn't connect. No wonder they couldn't connect with the holiness of the birth and the holiness of the the, the holy men coming there because this was going. I'm trying to think of a video I just seen about that. Like you know, they uncovered a place where they actually found like the biblical reference to that, where they would actually found babies. Oh, were they two found two years and younger? Like I'm talking thousands. Yeah, they because it said because it, it was prophesied. I believe in Jeremiah. It said you, you heard Rachel screaming, you know, like like you know, the, like, and when you think about the cries of the land of all these mothers screaming for their babies, you know what? Because they're looking for Jesus. Like I said, it's two years and two and under where they that they were looking for the child. But my 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 point is, how come the people of God were so out of tune, right? And the reason why is because that's what oppression does. That's what torment does. These people, when I tell you guys all this wonderful wisdom that we're getting from this Jewish culture and the Jewish yeah. community and the Bible, you got you want to say why why does it matter? I'm gonna tell you why it matters. Because they were being oppressed, they were being abused, they were going through all this other stuff. And guess what? They were still holding on to God. And when the Messiah came, it was authentic like conversation. Like believe, it, but of course, yeah. Of course, it's a a very difficult thing to believe. But the fact that they vetted him, and they were like, "Okay, well, you know, they watched. You know, they really vetted him. They really examined him, and he proved himself. Then it became something where it's like, okay, we just we just have to ignore this because that's what the Pharisees did. Well, the thing about it is, is you have to sit down and think. Like a lot of times, people are going to ignore the truth. Why? Because it's easier. It's more comfortable because if you don't ignore it, then you got to accept it. <laughs> and when you accept it, you got to fill it. And when you fill it, you got to do something. And I and I think that see that's what Nicodemus was dealing with. Yeah, he was. He was like he was you, like you on that, that. He was on that. By the way, he's like, never talked about this before. So just, oh well, yeah. but but that's where he was though. He was like on that borderline. He's like, oh man, I want to follow you so bad. But I just, I just, I'm, I'm still stuck in. He was, he was literally like that leaving it all behind. Hold on, guys, I gotta play this commercial. I'll be right back. It's like that struggle, bro. As that struggle. Oh. Mm. Hold on, one second. Yeah, you good.
All right, we're back at him in the AM. Uh, we're here with Lee Ford, and we're just, we're just having a good old morning conversation. Just, you know, honestly, just talking about life. But but yeah, so the, the Jesus the, the Jesus concept, you know, you know, being the Messiah, it's 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 a you know, the fact that so John the Baptist is already doing his thing. Oh yeah, and he's 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 been calling it out. How long was he out there? Yeah, he's in the woods. So you don't forget. So he's like telling everybody come on. Yeah, he's. he's Dude, and, and and then Herod, you know, Herod, which is crazy because you know uh, this is not the same Herod, by the way. This is, this is his son. His, yeah, this is thirty years later, his son is there, and John the Baptist is there, preaching, and Herod comes out to hear him preach, and you know, uh, they were kind of getting used to even that. This is what John does. You know, there's the two, but this is what John does. So let's go see John. Let's see what he's talking about. And he says some wonderful things. But this particular day is completely different. Oh, yeah. He goes, behold. Right. <laughs> there he is. That's the, that's the lamb. Yeah, something that's is, the lamb of God right, right. there. Come on. Something changes. Something changes when when Jesus shows up. Right? Oh, yeah. So now we got this situation where the disciples are going, hey, we found him. You know, I mean, they're right. asking questions. They're checking him out. And when they buy the they bring them to Peter, then that happens. Then they go to Peter's mother-in-law's house. Uh, and then, then that happens where he ends up healing the she ends up healing Peter's mother-in-law. And you know, uh you see this stuff happening, and you think about the boy that was cast into fire and, and all that stuff, and he heals him. Do you want to know the funniest part about all that? What's that? When you tie it all together, why was he able to heal them? Go to the girl with the impure, the bleeding problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because of their faith, because they believed. Yeah, and received. Yeah, and and, and so when when you when you're young, believing is a lot easier. Oh yeah. Than when you've been filled with so much disappointment, right? But I, this is why I tell people: if faith isn't your source of belief, what really disappoints you, what really dismantles your faith isn't failure because what, what the difference between a person that believes and a person that doesn't believe is the person that believes is rooted in their faith so their their belief is fueled by their faith when you are when your faith isn't rooted <laughs> you'll treat it like something you don't need you everywhere just you go it. You can just You'll throw it away. It. You're just like, oh, well, like this, like this beanie right here. Like, I don't need that. Right. And it's negative 50. You need the beanie. Right. And that's what the problem is that people don't understand. The, the people who actually can walk in faith and not by sight are because their faith is their source for everything. Oh, yeah. And and, and, and for you lukewarm brothers and sisters <laughs> out there, please <clears throat> shut up. <laughs> You, know, you just say what I think. You yeah, just yeah, say yeah. shut up. Because here's what happens. I noticed that lukewarm people always have something to say about people who have dedicated their life to God. Like people who are not in the military are always running their mouths about people in the military. People who are not on the police force who have no idea what they are always running. And let alone, it's the most uh, insecure person is always the cowards are talking about brave people. Like shut your mouth. It's time to either what it how's this uh how's it go? Get on your horse or how's it go? Something <laughs> yeah, like that. I, 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 I get it. Like, saddle up or shut up. Yeah, like saddle up or shut up. Like 
get out of the way. Go mind your business and, and go in the corner, you know, and do something like that. Get out of the way of big boy stuff, like real people <laughs> stuff, because you're gonna get yourself hurt and you're gonna get other people hurt too. Yeah. You're gonna go out here playing games and we're like, well, "This is not a game, folks." Yeah, and this we, isn't a game. And, and, then, people need and to I'm gonna tell you, it. I'm gonna tell you, when we were out here, I was out there with this street preacher preaching, and I, I told you guys about this yesterday. Uh, and this guy was joking at us for being out there. He, you know, there is no God, and he's using profanity and everything, mm. fussing at us. And he goes across the street and get shot now we've been getting joked the whole time the young guy goes across the street get shot and every all these kids that were joking us now want to run they're not hiding behind buildings they're hiding behind us and adrian jones i try to get him on but this is like seriously you know we, we, when you can never underestimate how the spirit even of non-believers are hungry for the real word of God, they want to see. They it. have the spirit inside them. The last I checked, He created all of us. Yeah. Now, just because you don't believe doesn't mean you're not of Him, because at the end of the day, it grieves Him when people don't believe. Yeah. But you are His child, and well, He's you calling you home. Sense to know that there's no such thing as a non-believer for real. Yeah, you're believing something. Yeah, because well, they they believe. So watch this. When they see us walk in our authority, they believe. They're like, okay, that's. You that's know, what it's meant yeah, to be, though. You know, and, and here's the thing is that we got to stop being scared. This is why I keep starting with. We got to stop being afraid of what of what the world thinks about us. <laughs> All right, guys. I got to go. I love you guys. Love you guys. Be good.